0: Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access
1: pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast series. Your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 42 of the podcast. Today is October 19th, and I'm excited for today's episode because I invited a special guest to join us. Before we get started, I want to give a big shout out to all of my international listeners. I was looking at my stats recently, and we are being heard in over 36 countries, which is incredible. When I first started this podcast, I was thinking most of my listeners would be in the United States, and they are. Are, but to know that we've reached over 36 countries, that is absolutely incredible. So thank you to everyone for your support. Before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip. And it's brought to you by Contempo Coding, which is an on-demand educational resource provider created for coders by coders. They specialize in affordable coding certification prep courses to help you accelerate in your career. Right now, they're offering an exclusive special to Alpha Coding Podcast listeners. And that's $125 off the Certified Risk Adjustment Coding Prep Course, which has a 100% pass rate, by the way, as well as some great bonus content when you order through our affiliate website. Visit our website, alphacodingexperts.com and head over to the Deals and Discounts tab for a link to take advantage of this absolute steal of a deal. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about sharing your story. The quote I want to share with you says, One day you will tell your story of how you overcame what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. And I love this quote because your story has so much power. You have the power to inspire other people based off of sharing the adversity that you have overcome. And my friend Victoria Mole and I were actually just talking about this. When we first got into coding, there was no YouTube, there was no Facebook groups. So when you got certified or if you had a question, you were just kind of left in the dark. There were, you know, different forums and things that you could search on Google. But the community that people have access to now, the resources that people have access to now is incredible. And if you're not taking advantage of that, you absolutely should. So when people like Victoria Mole and myself share our story, we're really trying to make this easier for someone else and create that survival guide for you. So your story has power and our stories help emotionalize information and inspire other people. So share your story because you just never know who you could inspire. So our guest for today is Cheryl Turner, and she's the Director of Global Education and Training at Legion Healthcare Partners. Cheryl is based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, and holds a doctorate in education. She's a subject matter expert on all things education and radiation therapy. She also hosts the Radcast podcast, which you should definitely check out. I invited her on the show today to discuss her best pro tips for adopting a no excuses mindset. So thank you for joining us today, Cheryl.
0: Thank you so much. Tony. I'm excited about this. It's not often that I get to sit on the other side of the microphone. So I'll tell you, I was a little more anxious about answering questions than I usually am about asking questions. So I'm excited about this and I'm excited to be on this side and to talk to your audience.
1: Hey, me too. It's going to be fun. So we both talk a lot about the importance of mindset and how mindset can literally make or break your success. So talk to our audience a little bit about the importance of calibrating the right mindset.
0: So that's an excellent place to start. And I love that you use the word calibrate. So when you think about calibrate, you think about getting something ready. You think about testing something or looking at it, you know, especially in healthcare, you think about calibrating machinery or equipment, or, you know, if you think about your car. So I love that you used that word calibrate your mindset, because I often think that you're not just ready to go. Just if you think about a piece of equipment, it just does, it's not just born ready. Um, you know, it's not just ready to go. It takes some time. It takes some time and some thought and some process and processing. Um, you know, I think a right mindset really has to be worked on and kind of thought through. So back to that calibration thing, it it takes some delivery. It takes some thought about it. Um, You know, it's hard to be in a good mindset all the time. Um, We we all have ups and downs. We all have seasons. You and I were talking about fall before we got started, how beautiful it is right now. And, you know, we all have different seasons of beauty and some seasons of, you know, where it's a little dreary. And I think that's a great time to think about calibration again, wherein you can start over. You can recalibrate that mindset and, you know, get yourself back to that that point to where you're you know ready to give it your all
1: definitely and I think your metaphor for the you know the seasons changing is really perfect because it's all about you know the seasons and and the journey and it is it is such uh, a thing that requires a lot of intention and a daily effort Agreed. So what happens when you don't have the right mindset and your mindset's not really calibrated for that growth and success?
0: Well, So kind of like I mentioned before, you know, when we were talking about calibration, you know, maybe you're just not born ready. So I think if you don't have a mindset that you've actually worked on, that you've actually calibrated, that you've actually thought through, that you've actually put some mind into your mindset, if that makes any sense, you know, that you've actually dedicated some of your own time to that mindset mindset, then, you you know, you're kind of going without a plan. Oftentimes you're running on emotion and we know how that can be. You can either be high or low or mad or happy or, and that's not effective. It's not always the best way to reach, you know, some goals that you may have set. So when you don't have your mindset calibrated for growth and success, um, you know, you may find yourself running without a plan, running on emotion, running on highs and lows. And then you've also got to ask yourself if your mind's not calibrated for growth and success, What are your other options? What what are you doing? What are you thinking about? What are you calibrated for? If we go back to you know machinery or equipment or your car, if your if your car's not calibrated for success, is it calibrated for failure? So uh, is the lack of calibration for success does that equal failure? You know, so what are you filling those thoughts? You know, we talked about minding your mindset. What are you filling your mind with if you're not preparing for growth and success?
1: That's really great insight. It's all about the uh, the input equals the output. So if you're putting garbage in, you're going to get garbage coming out. So it amazes me how the vast majority of people are not really aware of the negative messages that their subconscious mind is constantly playing throughout the day. So talk to our listeners about the power of subconscious programming, both the pros and the cons.
0: So you kind of, I mentioned it, you kind of mentioned that we, you know, kind of toss that back and forth a little bit. If we look back at that previous answer, what are you filling your mind with? Um, you mentioned garbage in um, and garbage out and, even though it's not all garbage, um, maybe there is some negative self talk or some neutral self talk. Um, you know, maybe there's some negative ideas floating around in there in your mind if you're not minding your mindset the way that it should be. Um, I think one thing that I've always tried to stress, most importantly to myself and to my children, because, I, you know, when you have children, you really are trying to pass along the best of yourself for, you know, a future generation so that your children are successful. Um, I think the same thing holds true for your coworkers and your friends, you really want to pass along the best of yourself. And so one thing that I would say to my children is don't treat yourself in a way that you wouldn't treat others. So if you wouldn't say something to somebody else, why well, on earth are you saying it to yourself? If you wouldn't say something to your best friend, or I wouldn't say something to my children that is negative or hurtful or harmful, or like we said, even kind of neutral, that just doesn't put you in a place of success or a place of growth, if you wouldn't make those comments to those people around you, why would you make those comments to yourself? So that kind of goes back to that garbage in, garbage out sort of thing. If you're filling your mind with things that you wouldn't even say out loud to somebody else, you can't expect very positive results on that. And another thing I'd like to add is I often think even though this is a as the media likes to say unprecedented stressful times, not just during this time but in in any aspect of life. I think people fail to recognize the little things. And I know that sounds very cliché, but if there is some negativity going on around you, if things aren't going the way that you may want to want them to, if it looks like there's no end in sight, there's always something positive going on around you. As you and I discussed fall and we discussed the leaves because I live in the mountains. We discussed how beautiful it is or, you know, recent vacations we have taken with family or, or just spending time or connecting with people like you and I've connected virtually. I think there's always something positive that even though everything else may look like it's falling apart, there's something positive that you can put in your mind to help generate those positive thoughts
1: so so true and i really relate to what you said about you know i'm a mom as well and and when i had my kids it was it was almost like this awakening and this whole new sense of wanting to understand the self awareness because not just for myself but for my kids because like you said we want to make sure we're passing down the right types of values and that their subconscious programming is not going to come back you know 20 years later and constantly play these negative messages and just Limiting beliefs that are planted into your head based off of sometimes your upbringing. Right. So, everybody has an excuse these days. You know, I don't have time, too busy, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough money, I have kids, you name it, we've heard it
0: all. Why do you think people inhibit their own growth by using excuses? Well, to be very blunt, I think most people use excuses because they're either lazy or they're scared. Um, And I think some people are lazy. being a go-getter, being a you know, being 100% all the time—that's not for every. Not everybody's a Type A person. Not everybody is is always up and going. So I do think some people are lazy. I think some people set goals that they really have no intention of ever striving towards. I think that they think they want to do something, but aren't willing to put the work in to get there. Now, I think that can also be for for a myriad of reasons. Um, some of that is because. They they could be scared. Some people could be scared. What happens if? What happens if I do reach that goal? What happens if I try and don't reach that goal? And I also think there needs to be some distinction between excuses and circumstances, because there are circumstances in life. Um, as we both said, we are, you know, we are mothers. I couldn't do the same thing when my children were very little that I can do now. So I think there's a difference in circumstances and excuses. Excuses are something that you, that stand in your way. Excuses are something. that you set up as a barrier. Circumstances are part of your life. You can work around those. You may have to choose a different season where you're going to work around those, but you don't make an excuse for them. You um, work through those circumstances. You may have to put something off for a little while. You may have to go about it a different way, but it's not an excuse. And I do think that, you know, people um, have expectations that are out there that either they've set for themselves or they believe somebody else has set for them. Um, And then I also believe that comparison, um, you know, comparison is deadly. It's deadly to your psyche. It's deadly to your mentality. It's deadly emotionally. If you constantly compare yourself to whatever, I want to be like. I want to have whatever I want to do. Not not that it's wrong to look up to other people, to seek out other people for advice or wisdom or mentoring, but to compare yourself is going to set you up for expectations that maybe you can't reach. And I think you have to be true to yourself. And I think we'll get into that here um, as we keep going through the interview. I'm talking about how to be true to yourself. But as far as those making excuses, like I said, I think it kind of boils down to two things. You're either lazy or scared.
1: Absolutely. And I think your point about the excuses versus circumstances, that's a powerful distinction. So what are your best protests for our listeners that struggle with limiting beliefs and self-doubt?
0: Well, so if we go back Back to that how you talk to yourself or how you treat yourself and you wouldn't treat yourself in a way that you wouldn't treat others. Um, I think my best pro tips for struck for people that are struggling you know with maybe how they treat themselves is first of all know yourself and this is something that I just brought up. Know who you are and know what you want to do and know what you're capable of. You know for example I could set a I could set a goal of saying I'm gonna run in the Olympics. No I'm not. I could try all day long and I'm never going to race in the Olympics <laughs> but I but I can run a 5k. I can run a 10k. I'm currently trading for a half marathon. So we'll see how that goes. But know yourself, know where your passions are, know what you want to do. Don't set a goal for something that you don't even want to do then I think you have to push yourself. You're not going to get there if you don't put in the work, if you don't push yourself. Back to the running metaphor, I'm not going to get to that half marathon unless I push myself beyond things I never thought I could do. (laughs) Take care of yourself. Um, You know, personally and professionally, I'm very protective of my professional reputation. I've worked very hard and long to get here. And so I protect myself. Personally, I take care of myself. I reach out to friends. I read. I hike. You know, I run. I do things to take care of myself and finally celebrate yourself if you do something good give yourself a giant pat on the back and a you know mani-pedi or a day at the spa or a nice meal or a nap whatever you may want but if you've worked if you've set those goals you've pushed yourself to get to those goals you've successfully reached those goals you absolutely take time to celebrate that you that you won that you did it and then you move on to the next one
1: those are excellent pro tips So you have a get it done no matter what mentality. So what are your top three pro tips for adopting that no excuse mindset?
0: I have to say first and foremost, and this is how I try to behave in every situation, is you have to act with humility, integrity, and grace. Once again, don't treat yourself in a way that you wouldn't treat others. And it's very easy, or it's much easier for you to recalibrate that mindset, for you to think freely, for you to be open and honest with people if you are treating yourself and others with humility, integrity, and grace. And that way, you don't have to make excuses. If you're doing the right thing, if you're treating people the right way, if you're treating yourself the right way, there are no excuses because everything's already centered up and lined up. I might also say to find support and be support. Find your people find I have a very small circle I think you would find most successful people really do have tight circles. So find your support group. those are the people that you can call whenever you need to. those are the people that'll listen to your stupid ideas. those are the people that'll you know pick you up off the bathroom floor when you've had a meltdown. but also be support make sure you're the support to the people who need it. be a mentor, be a friend, be a spouse, be a mom. Be the support that you need from other people because they need it too. And then um, finally, understand that you can celebrate other people as well. Part of that's that support thing. This is kind of a combination of the support thing and the acting with humility, integrity, and grace. I don't need anybody else to fail in order for me to be successful. You know, you've seen it written, this isn't a competition, we can all win, those sorts of things. And I mean, I know the business world sometimes gets a little, you know, a little, a little Little nasty or dirty, Uh, being in healthcare. You know there there are lots of there are lots of secrets in the in the back halls of healthcare. I don't need to treat someone else lower than me or worse than me or down in order for me to succeed. We can all we can all treat each other with peace and respect, and we can all be successful. And I would say lastly, I think I kind of ran on there. Is do the work, and I've said that a couple of different times. Don't set goals. Don't set yourself up. Don't think that you're going to have a no excuses mindset if you're not willing to do the actual work that it's going to take to get there. So I think finally, my last pro tip would be you've got to do the work.
1: Hard work works. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so, what's next for you, Cheryl?
0: You know, um, right now I'm r- quite busy. Um, we're ramping up an international training program. Um, in a field that up until this point had not had standardized education. it been it's a it's a relatively new field, and so it had been a whole lot of on-the-job training and um, you know just trying to get people up to speed. So, we've actually developed the first international standardized training program and that's been a long time coming and a lot of work and so we're successfully getting that off the ground um, I've written quite a bit and had some things published um, while we've been you know on the on the lockdown but I miss people i'm used to being in front of people i'm used to talking to people i'm used to doing presentations and I had nine trips canceled during all of this and so i think more than anything what's next for me is i want to be back out in front of people having these same kind of conversations and, you know, really engaging in some dialogue that, that sometimes is difficult, but is always, always very rewarding. So I guess if I could choose what's next for me, it's that I get to get back out on the road and, and see people.
1: That's awesome and very exciting stuff. I can relate to that. I miss the live interaction, the conferences, the people, the energy.
0: I, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't agree more but with the energy and the, just the connectivity and just be, I'm sitting here with, you know, as we're doing this virtually and I'm, uh, I usually wander and I use my hands and I talk and I talk a lot and I just, I miss doing that in front of people. So um, I do hope that we, that we go back towards that um, in the coming year. For sure. So
1: thank you for taking the time to join us today, Cheryl. Your insights have been fantastic.
0: Well, thank you. I have enjoyed it and I always enjoy talking to you anyway. So, um, yeah. know this was just kind of this was just kind of extra bonus
1: so thank you for joining us today cheryl be sure to connect with cheryl on linkedin it's time for this week's coding pro tip and it's brought to you by discount medical supply store are you in need of ppe if so you're in luck discount medical supply store has the lowest prices on all your ppe needs including n95 masks respirators and so much more Visit our website, alphacodingexperts.com and head over to the deals and discounts tab for a link to take advantage of special pricing on all your PPE needs. If you have a coding related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Wisconsin. Hi, Tony. I'm new to ophthalmology coding and was hoping to find a mentor or someone with ophthalmology experience to show me the ropes. What is your best advice for finding a specialty specific mentor? So this question comes up a lot. And if you're looking to transition into another specialty, it's always a good idea to find somebody that's already learned the specialty that has years of experience. So if you can find somebody that can give you some really great advice about the specialty, some resources to plug you into, it can really help you hit the ground running. So I would recommend getting plugged into the Facebook groups on the AAPC forums. A lot of times in those forums, you can find people that are very specialized in their area and they're more than willing to help. Also, the AAPC, has a mentorship program. I'm not sure that they offer it specific to specialty, but definitely check that out. And then of course, go on LinkedIn. There's so many people on LinkedIn that you can reach out to and develop a relationship with. But just keep in mind that when you're asking people for their time and to share their expertise with you, you have to be respectful of their time. And you also wanna try to reciprocate in any way that you can. So that's my best advice for you. And I hope you find a great mentor. Please remember to hit that subscribe button Now, So you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire alpha coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com